Hey, my name is Tanil, and I'm passionate about helping mom entrepreneurs reach their true potential while navigating the chaotic journey of life, family, and business. I'm a digital marketing specialist, an extremely curious human with a growth mindset, and a certified wizard of the mind, specializing in clinical hypnotherapy and rapid transformational therapy. This is where the woo-woo rubber meets the road, my friends. We will dive into empowering discussions, actionable strategies, and inspiring stories to help you thrive in both your personal and professional lives. So pull up a comfy chair and let's ditch the debate and make it happen. Welcome to Ditch the Debate and Make It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Tanil, and today I want to venture into the world of empaths and narcissists. I'll explore the key characteristics of these personalities, the complex dynamic that often unfolds between them, and provide valuable insights into building self-awareness. If you've ever wondered about the traits that define empaths and narcissists, or if you're seeking ways to navigate these challenging relationships, you're in the right place. First, let's recap the remarkable traits of empaths. As I discussed in my previous episode, Understanding Empathy and the World of Empaths, empaths are individuals who possess an extraordinary level of sensitivity and intuition. They often have an uncanny ability to tune into the emotions of others, feeling what others feel, sometimes even more deeply than the individuals experiencing those emotions themselves. Empaths are empathetic to a fault characterized by their kindness, compassion, or unshakable desire to help and support others. They also have a strong connection to nature and an affinity to animals as their sensitivity extends beyond human interactions. Now, let's shift our focus to the other side of the spectrum, narcissists. Narcissists exhibit an entirely different set of traits. Narcissism is marked by an excessive sense of self-importance and an overwhelming need for admiration and attention. Common narcissistic traits include a lack of empathy, a sense of entitlement, a tendency to manipulate and exploit others, and an obsession with maintaining a perfect image. They often crave power, control, and adoration, which can lead to destructive behaviors and relationships. The word narcissism is not a synonym for vain. There is no self-love. Narcissists are self-loathing and extremely insecure. Narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder are not the same. The word narcissism is not a clinical term. It is a description of character traits. You do not need to be a psychologist to recognize narcissistic behavior or abuse. Narcissism is on a spectrum. Some narcissists are harmless and some are very dangerous and damaging. The characteristics that are common among all narcissists include grandiose, lack of empathy, disregard others' feelings or needs, validation-seeking, superficial, sense of entitlement exploitative, rage, poor emotion or regulation, hypersensitivity to criticism. I want to touch on few of the narcissistic types. Grandiose. This is your textbook narcissist. Flashy, successful and sometimes glamorous. 
They are lavish and arrogant, talk about themselves endlessly, and power, pleasure, and profit drive them. Covert. The more difficult to recognize, but the one factor that distinguishes them from other narcissists is their introversion. They are loved by all, and to the outside world, you look like you're the problem. Their identity is all about victimhood. They are passive-aggressive, chronic complainers, but also very dangerous. I unfortunately had a long-term relationship turned engagement with one of these types, and it was brutal. Malignant, the most dangerous type. This type borders on psychopathy. They are extremely controlling and use coercive control. They use fear to control others. Benign. While they are the least dangerous, they are still pretty damaging if you're in a relationship with one. I know, because I was. Their main interest is to have a good time no matter what the cost. They are unsupportive, immature and do not like responsibility. They are terrible for your self-esteem as there is always someone prettier, smarter, thinner, faster, more intelligent than you are. They are always in superficial relationships and can never form deep connections leading to you as their partner feeling insignificant, neglectful. These are totally detached narcissists. They will ignore you, take no interest and never respond to anything making you feel completely insignificant. They are arrogant and feel entitled. They feel too superior to give attention to their partner unless they want something. Communal. They present themselves as do-gooders, but their reason to do anything is for validation and the spotlight. They present themselves as saint-like to the public, but abuse their family as they are not the source of their validation. The public is. Generational or cultural, they are brought up in these circumstances. And hybrid, these are a mixture between different types of narcissists and can change over time. These characteristics create a stark contrast between empaths and narcissists, forming the foundation for the intriguing dynamic that often unfolds between them. The coexistence of empaths and narcissists in the same spaces can be described a sort of cosmic yin and yang, opposites that attract but can also clash. Empaths, with their wavering selflessness and genuine compassion, are like magnets for the attention-seeking narcissists. It's as if empaths emit a comforting and healing aura that narcissists find irresistibly attractive. The empath's ability to tune into the emotions of others, to offer kindness without condition, is precisely what the narcissist seeks. Empaths are like emotional mirrors, reflecting back to the narcissist the validation and admiration they so desperately crave. The initial attraction between empaths and narcissists can be electric, filled with an undeniable chemistry. The empath is drawn to the narcissist's charisma and confidence, while the narcissist revels in the empath's unwavering attention and empathy. This initial phase can feel like a fairy tale romance, with both parties feeling seen and valued. The love bombing comes out in its full force. Gifts, vacation, elaborate gestures. However, beneath the surface, there are some undercurrents of challenges and potential conflicts. 
As empaths are naturally inclined to nurture and support, they may inadvertently feed into the narcissist's insatiable need for validation. The empath becomes the giver, and the narcissist, the taker. It's here that the attraction can turn into a dangerous and exhausting dance. The empath's kindness can be mistaken for weakness by the narcissist, leading to manipulation and exploitation. The narcissist's lack of empathy and selfishness can leave the empath feeling emotionally drained, feeling as though they are never good enough, no matter how much they give. These complex relationships can leave both empaths and narcissists entangled in a web of emotions, often questioning their own worth. As the empath's selflessness is taken advantage of, they may begin to doubt their own boundaries and self-esteem. While it is easily said what happens in these relationships, I do want to clearly state that this does not happen overnight. It takes time, and that's one thing narcissists do have when they want something. The love bombing, the empty promises, the manipulation, the isolation, it all takes time. Once they have the empath's love and trust, which is always unwavering, they get to work. I'm a pretty strong woman and can be outspoken when I need to be. Yet I found myself in two long-term relationships with narcissists who broke me down into someone I didn't even recognize in the mirror. For the longest time, I felt such shame that it happened to me when my narrative was one of the strong one. My first narcissistic relationship, whilst not physically violent, it was emotionally damaging and I was far too young and immature to fully understand what was happening. It took for me to move countries and years later for healing. And once I healed, I entered into my next and much more dangerous relationship with a covert narcissist. You see, I had told myself after my first encounter that I would quote unquote never let that happen to me again famous last words, right? And ironically, the narcissist in my next relationship was a 360 degree difference in personality than my first relationship. So my thinking was, there's such a difference between the two, I must be on the right track. I had no clue about the different narcissists, and even less about how damaging they can be. It was just always my fault. Recognizing the warning signs of a narcissistic relationship is paramount for empaths and anyone who may be entangled with a narcissist. It can be challenging, but understanding these red flags is your first step towards self-preservation and healing. If you suspect you're in a relationship with a narcissist, look out for these signs. They always talk about themselves. If it's not about them, they lose interest and start to fidget. They may ask about you, but they're not listening or even interested and may change the subject quickly. Their sense of entitlement is significant. They believe that they are special and they deserve special treatment. They often have unrealistic expectations. They are always right, even when they're wrong. They exaggerate or lie about their achievements. When questioned, they will fly into a blind rage. They are highly sensitive to criticism. Constructive feedback can be perceived as a personal attack, leading to defensive and aggressive responses. This hypersensitivity can make open communication difficult in the relationship. 
they are control freaks. You won't be able to make any decisions yourself. They struggle with anger management and have poor emotional regulation. They can erupt into fits of rage when their ego is threatened, leaving empaths feeling fearful and anxious. They think their behavior is normal and everyone else has the problem. They are obsessive about managing finances. If you have a joint account, they will completely control every cent. They have a lack of friends. They don't have any true friends or any close friendships. They fish for compliments, but really all never compliment you. If they do, it would be followed by a criticism like, that dress looks good, but it would look better if it was black. Actions never live up to their words. They are masters at gaslighting. They deny anything you say they've done, and they'll say it was in fact you that behaved that way. You will notice them calling you out on things that you would have said about them. They may even call you selfish or self-obsessed. The way you feel if you're in a narcissistic relationship could be ignored or invisible, unimportant, unworthy. You may start to question yourself, what is wrong with me? Feeling guilty and not knowing why or feeling guilty and rationalizing it. Questioning yourself, your sanity, your memory, your sense of reality and your sense of morality. Feeling out of touch with your sense of self. Feeling anxious, apprehensive or fearful. Feeling overwhelmed or confused. Feeling depressed. Nervous about unpredictability and dread new conflicts. Self-awareness is the cornerstone of understanding and navigating relationships, especially for empaths entangled with narcissists. It empowers individuals to recognize their strengths and vulnerabilities, set boundaries and make informed choices. Self-awareness empowers empaths to recognize their own emotional responses, vulnerabilities and boundaries. It's about understanding the impact of the relationship on their well-being. When empaths become more self-aware, they can differentiate their own emotions from those that they absorb from others. This clarity is invaluable in maintaining an emotional balance. How can empaths build self-awareness? 1. Self-reflection. Self-awareness starts with self-reflection. Take time to introspect, journal your feelings and analyze your reactions to situations within the relationship. This process can help you uncover your emotional triggers. This can be a bit tricky, especially when the narcissist will probably go through your phone and everything that you have in order to control you. What I did was I journaled at work and hid it in my work desk drawer. 2. Mindfulness Mindfulness practices such as meditation and deep breathing can help empaths stay grounded and attuned to their emotions. By regularly checking in with yourself, you can become more conscious of your feelings. This really does help. 3. Seek support. Reach out to a trusted friend, therapist or support group. Sharing your experiences with someone who understands the dynamics of an empath-narcissist relationship can provide valuable insights and emotional validation. Now, I know that this one can be near impossible when you're in isolation, so what I did was research online for support. I looked up self-help literature and listened to some podcasts that validated me not being crazy. 4. 
Boundary setting. Establishing and maintaining healthy boundaries is a critical aspect of self-awareness. It involves recognizing when your boundaries are being crossed and asserting yourself to protect your emotional well-being. This is incredibly difficult. I know that when you're in the thick of it, you don't feel like you have any strength to stand up for yourself and put these boundaries into place. What I did was I mentally put them in place as I knew once I verbalized it, it would turn into another fight. Every time he crossed my boundaries, I would make a note of it and it gave me a very clear message. When I did get stronger and I verbalized my boundaries, it did indeed cause a huge fight, but it helped me draw the line in the sand for myself. Part of building self-awareness is evaluating the relationship itself. Ask yourself these questions. What are my needs and desires in a relationship? How do I feel when I interact with my current partner? Are my boundaries being respected? Is the relationship negatively impacting on my emotional health? By honestly assessing your feelings and needs, you can gain a deeper understanding of the relationship's impact on your life. Building self-awareness is a continuous journey. It equips empaths with the tools to regain control over their emotions, set boundaries, and make informed decisions regarding their relationships. I know for me personally, understanding is the power behind decisions. If you're not feeling right, but you've been gaslit to craziness, write it all down. Look out for the trends. The understanding of it all, the knowing that you're validated, is what will give you the strength. As we wrap up this episode, remember that understanding the key characteristics of empaths and narcissists is the first step in your journey to self-awareness and healing. Building self-awareness takes time, but it's a powerful tool to regaining control over your emotions and relationships. If you're struggling with a narcissistic relationship, please know that you are not alone. You are not weak. You are not overreacting. And most importantly, you are enough. You've got this. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ditch the Debate podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every single week. I'd love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. So head over to the episode link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you most want to hear next. This is Tanil signing off. I'll catch y'all soon.